Welcome to a Kenyan American living in the United States. I'm an American American living in the United States. This is Steve. I'm doing guest hosting duties again. Uh, that means I'm in the driver's seat firing questions. And today uh, it is approaching Halloween, so we're going to do something spooky, but still in the vein of the exploring the different tribes of Kenya and kind of their analogs here in the United States. So we're going to be talking about conspiracy theories. And I have a few surprise questions for Grace as well. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get the, the memo first. Yeah, so this is all genuine reaction. So, yeah, I hope you enjoy and welcome. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It is free. There's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello and welcome to a Kenyan American living in the United States. I'm an American American living in the United States. Do I have to do that every time? <laughs> I think I should. <laughs> Up to you, you're the host. Okay, yes. Uh, I'm Steve. I'm driving today. Uh, would you I'm do? Grace. I am in the passenger seat. All right. Yeah, so uh, you probably heard of the intro. We are continuing on um, our topic of discussing tribes in, from Kenya and kind of their analogs here in the United States. Uh, this is, we're kind of tying it into a Halloween theme. Uh, Halloween is about a week away. I don't know when you released this, I might have dated this, but uh, yes. Uh, so yeah, Halloween's coming up. So surprise question, this is going to be a tough one for you. What is your favorite Halloween movie? As I, I'm gearing up tomorrow to do my, you're going to give me some time to do my Halloween movie fest tomorrow, you know, me and my Halloween movies, but what is your favorite Halloween movie? Huh, that's a great question because I don't know, like, I think of Halloween movies as mostly, like, being spooky, uh -huh. and I don't like anything gory or spooky or terrifying. Yes. So I think something that kind of gives me that kind of a fall feel, warm, um, would probably be, I mean, honestly, it's not a Halloween movie, it's a Christmas movie. Like, I love Elf. Elf is not, no, disqualified. No, yeah, it can't be a Christmas movie. You veto movie. that? I veto that one. Okay, Halloween movie. Okay, I guess as the ones I've enjoyed, um, was the one about the clock? I don't remember movies. The House with the Clock in the Walls. That the House a good with the one. Clock in the Walls. Uh, I enjoyed Paranorman's that. a good one. I loved Paranorman. I also enjoyed um, R.L. Stein. Oh, like, Goosebumps, the movie Goosebumps? Yeah, just because it reminds me, as a kid, I used to kind of read those. Uh, yeah. They used to terrify me, mainly, I think the, I usually watch like the Goosebumps movies oh, to see if they match up to my imagination as a kid, and I feel like my imagination was way cooler. Ah, okay, so if you had to pick one of those three, which one would you pick? Uh, between Paranorman... Um, I think I would pick the house with a clock on the wall. Clock in the walls? Yeah, in the wall. That was a good one. I really liked that one. Because that does stand out as far as the context. and the, Like, just the content. Uh -huh. It felt fun, but at the same time, it felt sort of 
um, awakening in yeah. a way. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, and it's a part of a larger series, like an earlier series that was a very heavy influence on Harry Potter. Um, but I, I don't know if they're going to continue on the series. It didn't do very well. But I would like to see more movies in that series. I'd watch that. But uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. Okay. So The House with the Clock in the Walls is your favorite Halloween movie. Uh, yeah. Now yeah. that you rated Elf. Well, Elf I is... guess that's my favorite Christmas movie. I can't wait for you to ask that. Yes. Well, we know. Around the clock. <laughs> I'm not going to ask because it's already out there. We already know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, do you want to know what my favorite yes. movie is? Okay. <laughs> Mine is Ernest Scared Stupid. Uh, is my favorite Halloween movie. I don't think I've seen. Have I seen that? You have not. I'm not sure if you'd like it or not. You might. Uh, okay. Yeah, but it's the not title, scary. By the title, it sounds. It's gonna be cheesy and sort of directionless, right? Um, it it's very very Halloween. Um, it's a movie that I watched when I was younger with my cousin Greg and. Uh, yeah, we, we really liked it, um, and uh, it's kind of one of those just Halloween staples we've always watched, so, yeah, I don't know, I, we'll, we'll have to see, maybe the next one we'll give you a review of Ernest Scared Stupid. Okay. <laughs> All right, so, now that we've got that out of the way, let's dig into the actual theme of the uh, podcast. <laughs> okay. All right, so this is something that's kind of recent, and it's a little spooky, I guess, um, are uh, conspiracy theories, and there's... With the election looming, uh, there's been a lot of uh, conspiracies floating around, and this is something that I thought was fun because, you know, we do conspiracy theories in the United States, but sometimes your family or friends will send you stuff from Kenya, and they just take the cake. I mean, they're really bizarre theories. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, you know, that was... um, Now, though, it seems to be catching up. Like, the United States seems to be a lot more influenced by conspiracy theories but uh so putting it into the context what uh what tribe would you say probably is like the one that's going to send you the the, the crazy emails and things like that so i will say um also wait another side question mm-hmm. do you guys get like the nigerian prince scandal like do they send that to other people in kenya or is that just the united states i mean i think in kenya like scammers I don't think it's easy to be scammed by, like, a random email yeah. like that. Like, oh, send me this money. I'm a prince, and I just need your bank information. Like, nobody's going like, to... And and if they do, they'll probably send them, like, an empty... A bank with no money. Uh-huh. And I don't know. I just feel like because um, there's so many different tribes and so many different, like, types of people, yeah. like, people are used to being a bit skeptical of complete strangers okay plus they're just a like there's what's the system of government there's actually not actually nigerian princes are there yeah i mean it's kind of what people consider prince is more like a chief like a local what can i say like i'm trying to figure out a way to for you to understand maybe like a local mayor Mm -hmm. and um in most places like that would be considered like the tribe's king Okay. And then the family would be like the prince. As in So are the the chiefs um are the chiefs selected or is it kind of a birthright? Um so if the chiefs chiefs are selected it's more akin to a mayor, but if it's a birthright it's more akin to like, like royalty, like lords and you know, things along those, yeah. 
Huh. And then you actually would have princes because the chief's son or daughter would be a prince or a princess, essentially. So I'm sure there are people who are from, like, um, such a tribal royalty. Um, and for those, they, it would be by birth and by, like, birth order who is going to take over mm-hmm. um, in so, some tribes. like, for the Maasai tribe, who do mm-hmm. they have a chief or do they have... I mean, they have a chief, I'm assuming, but do they select the chief or is the chief uh, just... You know, the son of whoever the chief was before. So they usually would select the chief. Okay. Uh, but usually, but this happened after uh, colonization, the whole chief situation. Mm-hmm. Um, for it to be official for them to kind of select it, they would find one local leader who was looked up to. Um, but traditionally, chiefs or kings, mm-hmm. so to speak, uh, were sort of people who were looked up to and their families were looked up to as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like how you guys used to have like tailors and blacksmiths. And so there are people who were like the heritage of that tribe sort of um, kind of history. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were very respected. They were like the people who would hold on to the wisdom. Mm. Um and train people like they kind of were public servants in a way so it wasn't like they were there to be like the pet of the public like they were giving themselves so the being a chief was a trade that was taught um it wasn't necessary i wouldn't call it a trade it was more of sort of a service like a mentor like you're in a mentoring position okay yeah i see that makes sense all right um so the conspiracy theories, um, mm-hmm. you know, how would you explain, like, like your conspiracy? Do you think you get, like, do you see more here in the United States, or do you think, like, uh, people in Kenya, like, will send you stuff? Or is this kind of a subcategory? You know, it depends. Mm-hmm. Like, medical stuff, it seems that uh, you get a lot of people sending you emails about this causes cancer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, I feel like it's, so, it's so yeah just give us our your general take on like the differences between conspiracy theories in Kenya versus mm-hmm. the United States I, yeah I, I think similarly um, in the way that conspiracy theories some people are a bit more um, susceptible than others I think it's also kind of sub certain tribes have based on their like histories mm-hmm. I feel like might also be a bit more easy to believe certain things than others and okay. so uh, which, which mm-hmm. tribes would those be so this might make my my friends from this tribe mad but <laughs> i would say <laughs> i can qualify it <laughs> and i wouldn't flatter yourself there we probably don't have that many listeners <laughs> yeah maybe they, they probably will never hear the, probably like, not but if, if they do we will apologize we will apologize but, yeah. after but uh so i will say like the kamba tribe and maybe uh-huh. the kisi tribe uh-huh uh, mainly because they believe uh, a lot of people from that tribe that I have met actually believe in witchcraft. Like they believe in black magic, similar to the like, what people, I guess it's like the dark side of uh, what people consider here in the US, like spirituality. Mm-hmm. Um, and to the point where I've had some of my friends say, please do not put my child's picture on social media in case somebody looks at them with like the wrong eye and something bad happens to them. Or wait, so th- this is United States. So you're saying the this is this is in like my Kenyan friends. Oh, your Kenyan friends say this. Yeah, so they tell their like people. So this not 
so this is like in recent times like some okay. people still believe it but like how you could translate that to like prior times um if somebody was tearing at your kid like maybe i don't know on the street or on public transit there mm-hmm. would be some people would even wear like charms like protective charms just in case like somebody with the wrong eye looks at your kid and wow, they yeah. become sick or and in some cases some people avoided going to the hospital because for example if they had like a disease that wasn't explanatory self-explanatory maybe like symptoms of cancer because those days like in in kenya uh such diseases never used to be so common like mm-hmm. cancer mm-hmm. it was very rare and so if somebody started getting such symptoms they would say they were bewitched and um by the time they would go like a lot of i feel like such such tribes kind of people tend to believe that mm-hmm. and some the people who believe it are so convicted about it and they usually have ways they can tell you like i saw this happen and this person did this and if you listen long enough you'll start to be like hmm, maybe <laughs> but like when you come out of there and start to think it's like i don't know like how does that make sense sure yeah and i mean as i guess with People usually think the scientists are 100% skeptics, but you and I both know that when you study, like uh, when you learn to be a scientist, like you always leave room for probability. Right. <laughs> like maybe it's like a 1% probability. So yeah. like, it's not like you're going to write off something directly. As long as, like, if you can't find evidence, you're not going to write it off. Right. You just say there's no evidence to support that theory. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, there's uh was it like a Dirk Gently quote or something like that, which is that, uh, you know, he favors the impossible over the highly improbable because impossible just might be something we don't understand yet. Um, versus highly probable is just highly unlikely. But, uh, yeah. So the, the evil stare, and that was a very paraphrased line from Dirk Gently. Uh, the, the evil stare. Um, so it's, is that akin to like cursing somebody? Yes. So very similar, like you'll get a, a curse that will befall upon you, which I feel like a lot of the Disney stories, like what are they called? Like fairy tales, mm-hmm. um, usually have a rooted in such, I feel like that's like very superstitious. Like some, some people, even in the U S are very superstitious. I've, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I've met people who will be like, Oh, I don't want my office on floor 13. <laughs> like, I don't want to make big decisions on Friday the 13th. <laughs> yes. Well, even um, the, the book that I just finished up, The uh, the Biggest Bluff, uh, a, a recent book that just came out about the uh, the poker player, it was a, a woman, and I don't remember her name off the top of my head, um, but she was training with uh, Eric Seidel, and uh, she was Maria. Oh, gosh, I cannot remember her last name. But anyway, she was, uh, I think her background was in behavioral psychology and, um, you know, decision making. And she wanted to kind of, you know, write this book about playing poker and, you know, how luck and decision making play into, you know, into it. And uh, she was in, um, I can't remember where she was at, but she was there with a, a world famous poker player who was, um, you know, very analytical. Like he, he was always you know, like he was a chess champion or something like that, but uh, he even kept lucky charms, like he kept, you know, certain shirts and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and uh, 
he said that he didn't really believe in them, but there was like a psycho- psychological component to it. Like it calmed him down, you know, mm-hmm. to like have these rituals to kind of just believe in the luck a little bit, even though if he stopped to think about it, he didn't actually believe it. But uh, the, the mental aspect of it actually mm-hmm. helped with his performance. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I, so yes, uh, superstition is very, very rampant, but uh yeah, sometimes it is just like a psychological boon to some people, you know, something. Oh. Thing, you know. It's not like necessarily they believe it. It's more of Yeah. To to some extent, yeah. But uh I'm curious cuz yes, in uh like in the stories there there's always a, a curse put on them, but it, it takes some effort uh to just kind of stare at somebody angrily that, that's kind of a lazy curse i mean that seems like you're really if you're in a, like a crowded area like you know what if there are if they do a play or something you know there's a lot of people staring at them <laughs> well yeah i think they usually kid back like, kind of tie it back to maybe somebody's jealous like for example if you're successful and mm-hmm. you have like this beautiful family so, so some of them usually think that somebody else is looking at them and thinking and and like being jealous and i guess you can see uh, there are a lot of people who talk about oh i'm sending negative energy your way like positive so energy it's they like, believe that like the ill will will manifest itself it's sort of like that manifesting but even like more than that to where somebody might actively be sending you like they just wish you fail or something like that and is that incentivize people to be nicer in the tribe or do they just you know, have everybody wear sunglasses. I mean, well, <laughs> I don't know. Is like, it kind of like the the karma idea of? You know, to be honest, since I'm not part of this tribe, I don't yeah. know like the actual, the mechanics of how all of that happens. Um, mm-hmm. But I know that some people believe in like performing certain spells, but I don't think that like the regular person on the street would be able to do it. Okay. But uh, yeah, for sure, I know some people who really like believe it's not common. It's not like necessarily something that's rampant. It's very similar to how in the U.S. there's like subgroups of people who have certain ways of thinking. Sure. And they might be like more likely to kind of believe something. Kind of, I guess what you can call woo woo, but to, to some people, it's very similar to just like a sort of survival mechanism where. Yeah. Yeah, positive thinking keeps them in a positive loop versus like falling into maybe anxiety and depression. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the actual casting of spells, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, there is there is still a little bit of like the, I think, you know, that type of culture um, in like Savannah and some areas like that. It was a, mm. a really famous book, uh, Midnight the Garden of good and evil i think like he goes to a, a voodoo priestess um mm. to help him like beat a bird rap which is a very interesting thing to do um so yes yeah, so, i mean that is still prevalent here but uh or people going to psychics and things like that mm. um yeah so but uh you said like this this tribe you know that it's not necessarily that they themselves would know how to cast a spell but they would probably go to someone who would cast a spell yeah there's usually certain people who like are known in like such societies that people can go to and Mm. um traditionally they would probably be called medicine men and they like i remember even seeing certain ads um like in 
either a newspaper or like on the street you know how you have like a job board and you have an ad mm. i remember seeing a certain ad like oh uh doctor like that's like a doctor like a mm. uh, medicine man cures and then they list a bunch of diseases like call them and they'll cure oh i wish i took pictures like <laughs> they'll cure like loneliness like your wife wants to leave you like you're like they'll give you a spell or something or, yeah or like a potion and is that specific to like they're usually from this these two tribes you mentioned or so people usually like if they want something really potent like if you say you're from that tribe people are like oh, okay they know what they're doing oh okay it's like they're they're usually like the people who think people believe that they're kind of legit and yeah the more attuned to these things yeah yeah and the most feared i think uh it might be like from nigeria also, mm-hmm. also I don't know if you've ever watched Nigerian movies. Like some of them have witch doctors on them. I mean, I know it's not rampant; it's not like universal. But well, uh, yeah, I think we made it through about five minutes of a Nigerian sitcom, but uh, not very good. <laughs> We, we yeah we uh, no, we gave it a fair shake. We gave it a fair shake, not to you know diss uh, Nollywood, but uh, yeah. okay. So that, that's cool though. That is interesting that this tribe is kind of more. It, they they seem to be more uh, attuned to the spiritual realm, or yeah. And yeah. since I don't understand, I'm not one to be like writing it off. And sure. I just, for me, you know, like some people truly believe in it, and they will swear by it, and like die on that hill. Like they'll fight you on it, on that, and yeah. I'm like, and they'll have very similar, like they'll have very serious kind of they can qualify it with their own experiences sure yeah and i'm like oh if somebody experienced something like who am i to be telling <laughs> them they didn't but i mean for me i'm i believe in a lot more logical things sure but yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that's interesting um and now, now i have to come up with the american analog of this um and then probably i think we're about yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, you were talking about that. Uh, the it just cures all, um, and we've been seeing kind of this this panacea idea is, uh, you know, what's the the new thing is like CBD oil. You know, yeah. it's, it's this cure all. So we usually see it's not necessarily uh, like a group of people that can cure a bunch of stuff. But we do see like these wonder products and. Uh, I still remember the there was a gentleman who recommended to me that uh, eight thousand cc's of vitamin C injected intravenously would like cure everything. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah, that was. But of course, you know, they don't do it in the United States. It's only done in Mexico because you know pharmaceutical companies was his his thought mm-hmm. process on it. But it, it's CBD. actually an old thing that even goes back to something that fooled. Um, Oh gosh, who was um, you know, a Nobel Prize winning physicist? I can't remember his name off the top of my head now. I'm blanking, but uh, even he fell for this whole vitamin C scam. It's been around for quite some time, but uh, yeah. It, so there, there's a lot of medical scams um, in the United. I shouldn't. Well, yeah, I'm just gonna say scams, but uh, in the United States, uh, as far as like a a group that we. We would say, oh, they they know what they're talking about. Um, gosh, you know, I I don't want to say like, uh, yeah, I don't know, like of of people who be more 
attuned to the like. Yeah. You know, I want to say maybe something close to um, what what are those things called? Like, oh sorry, t- tantra. Uh, oh, like energy healing type. Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> I don't understand it, so I'm. I don't. I'm not somebody to. I'm yeah, so we'll just put the dedicated. analog and just say the entire like goop lab would be <laughs> somebody <laughs> that would be in that 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 realm there. Um, I just put those. Anybody you'd see the goop lab Netflix series or goop lab whatever it is. And the the funny thing though is things like meditation um, now are actually scientifically proven to be helpful for uh, anxiety, right? Certain types of breathing and meditation exercises. So, like, who knows where the, like, people tip the skills at just being completely just off the rails versus something that actually might be helpful. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, there's a lot of scientists with open minds, um, but when there's a lot of pushback to the testing ideas, you can tell mm-hmm. it's probably not something that's, you know, substantial yeah. if... If somebody doesn't want somebody to rigorously look through what right. they're doing. Yeah. yeah. There's the uh, the, the great story. Uh, and Linus Pauling was the, the scientist I was thinking of who actually did believe that vitamin C would cure everything. Um, mm-hmm. But the, who was the... Uh, I, I believe it was Carl Sagan um, who, you know, the, someone was talking about... Uh, like they they could project themselves like you know spiritual projections they could float around the room and kind of have a out of body experience, hmm. and uh, he said consciously, that, yeah, and he was he was really open to the idea and he said that's that's a very simple test. He said I'm gonna go up, I'm gonna turn a page, you know, like I'm gonna open up a book and turn it to a certain page, and he's like, you stay down here, you tell me what page I open it up to. <laughs> <laughs> Come here and check. And yeah, he said if you can float up into the room and see the room, then you should be able to tell me what page I open it up to. And they, the person was very upset about that and they didn't want that test. So, uh-huh. yeah. but I think that's a good spot to. To close this on, very Halloween-esque. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. And, uh, yeah, we'll continue the series on um, as we find some really good topics to cover. Yeah, thank you, co-host. That mm-hmm. was fun. Thank you for the surprise. <laughs> well, we'll uh, hang out with you guys again next time. Thank you for coming back. And if you're new, we hope you stay a while. All right. Bye, guys.